0: Welcome to two adult men who woke up from a nap about an hour ago on a Monday afternoon.
1: We live exciting lives in an exciting time.
0: Exactly. That's what... uh (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry, Nick's just going for another nap uh,
0: Right now, exactly Welcome to Scratch that Itch.io mm-hmm. uh, I'm Nick Payton
1: And I'm Stuart Holmes
0: And we are doing a podcast right now About video games that we find on itch.io
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, site where a lot of independent games are made and published Some for money, some for not uh, And we... Set each other a prompt word to search, and uh, see what we play, and then we
0: review it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, how's your How's your day been, Stu? I know you've been moving quite recently. Yeah, I'm moving house. Uh, yeah, it's been all right. Um,
1: definitely, definitely had a bit of a tr- trying moment looking for a, a, a table. Um, where this woman was clearly quite flustered. Mm. Uh, she was trying to explain. Um, that she'd had a bit of a scare uh, with her daughter, had to take her to hospital, which she seemed fine, but had a bit of a flustered morning. I was like,
0: oh, okay. Um, Why do you need to know any of this? You're trying to buy a table. No, no. She was
1: just sort of explaining like she was uh, a bit scatterbrained okay. and that kind of thing. And uh, I was like, oh, that's totally fine. That that That's totally fair. Um, but uh, yeah, then my uh, partner's dad was asking a lot of very specific questions about the table. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just sort of going back, going, we'll call you, uh, just, we'll, we'll call you, uh, you know, to pick it up and that kind of thing. Um, but then he would chime in and sort of go like, what's the middle measurement
0: for this sort of thing? At this point, it's, it's, it's a moot point bringing all these things up because you've already bought the table and it's also... You're not really talking about that at that point. This woman is talking about how distraught she is, the fact that she had to t- like take her daughter to hospital, and then yeah, like it, it was tough because it's uh, I suppose it's like valid questions as
1: well <laughs> that you would need to know. Uh, sure, sure. But um, yeah, she was also very flustered, and uh, it was just sort of caught between that weird place where you're sort of there waiting for an answer, but you're also waiting for information, and both sides are a bit like, oh, um. But uh, got it done and she was very nice.
0: All right, good. Fair enough. Yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, nothing crazy. Just drank a bunch of coffee and stood in the backyard while it's sunny. It was, sunny. was about yeah, it. Yeah, actually, that's that's been quite nice. The yeah. weather's been pretty good down here. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, the weeks prior... I don't know why we're talking about the weather. So you guys might wonder what this has to do with video games. I will we'll get to that. Eventually. But the weather's <laughs> been... <laughs> no, fair enough. Well... Now that everyone knows that we're human and we have lives and that we have conversations where we do things and we're not actually just wheeled out to do this podcast and play for you. The symbols, like the monkeys, we are. Clang, clang. (laughs) No, um, well, first off, I think, did you, you started last I think I did. I think I started. Our last
1: prompts uh, from the last episode, I got beans or bean
0: either or yes i got something what did i get shit how could was it do we both forget i think it was uh i don't know man i've got like the best long oh you got metallic metallic that's right that's right i can i can remember things that happened months and months and months ago and just bring up and they're very inane little things it's Mm. like i talk to my partner and go like Oh, remember that time we had that conversation and then you dropped your like bag and then it made this funny noise and we both laughed about it and she was like, What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? <laughs> but then she would be like, Oh, are you ready to go to this thing? I'm like, Huh it's like it's happening in an hour. Yeah, I remember yeah. yeah it's yeah. like I Oh god. I couldn't tell you why I remember these anyway, but uh, metallic. Mm, that was mm. it. Because for some reason I thought it was clockwork and stuff. But it, was, it makes sense. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So this week, uh, my prompt from Stu was paint. Ooh. And going onto itch.io and looking up like paint or painting and things like that, a lot of the stuff that I was finding were more or less just sort of like seem what seemed to be basically young game developers sort of messing around with creating their own MS Paint sort of thing.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, so a lot of them were, uh, like, art simulators and things like that, Or, but beyond the fact that, like, you can paint on a canvas and, like, you know, do little doodles and stuff like that, there weren't really that many games there. Mm. It was just sort of... There was one that looked really promising, and it had, like, this thing where the whole concept was you were an art thief, and you were making counterfeit paintings. and wow. Oh. On Like, conceptually, that sounds mm-hmm. great. And so, it's just you in a room, there's a curtain on the wall, and you take it off, and there's the art you've stole, and then you reproduce that. But there was nothing else to it. It was just like, All you right. reveal the painting, you have a palette of a certain amount of colors and a few brushes, and you can paint. But then that's it. There there was no like... Like scoring system? No, that uh, was was it.
1: Oh, yeah. So, that's almost just like a... It was just a model simulation, like an experience. Exactly. And so, I was
0: like, okay, well, I can't talk about that. So, a lot of them were like that. And funnily enough, the one that I did end up going with wasn't anything like that at all. Okay. It was more the aesthetic rather than the actual physical thing of painting. So, uh, yeah, yeah. what I went with this week, the game I went with, was I was cursed by, and <laughs> not French, so I'm just going to say this Please, the best French I can. Listeners, I'm pretty merciful. sure it's Constantine Letard. Oh, yeah. Oh, Constantine Letard. I, I don't know where that's supposed to be from. Anyway, yeah. but, um, it was a game that was made for the Kenny. Uh, jam in 2020 now if you don't know who kenny is kenny is a really cool really prolific uh asset maker and he has packs that he makes of like these really awesome sort of assets that he makes like everything like he makes everything backgrounds and sounds and stuff no 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 uh like physical assets like um, oh Like trees, cars, people. Oh, cool. All sort of in the Kenny style, like this sort of like hyper-colour... Not hyper-colour, like pastel, bricky sort of thing. They all look really good. And he's been doing it for ages. He's got free packs. He's got ones you have to pay for. um, Really, really big in that kind of scene. And so there's a jam purely based on using his assets. And so you get a certain amount of assets to use. The interesting thing about this one is that... It was less about like the actual assets that they used because it was a very, it was short. Obviously, most of these games Mm. are pretty short, but it was the way that he made it look different than everything else that was probably put into that game jam as well as like Um, the one mechanic that he put in there that sort of sold it for me. So everything in the game kind of has this almost like particle shader effect where the object in the game is made up of a bunch of uh, pastel shapes, basically. Whether that be like a circle or a square, oh, okay. And it always faces you as well. So it's just sort of these shapes are popping in over the top of the like almost like an abstract sort of thing, where like the uh, the idea of the imp thing is there. Like the, oh, you like can the, see like that it's silhouette a silhouette of a thing, but it's not f- like a fully formed yeah, sort of object yeah. thing, and it's just oh. sort of. Uh, a bunch of shapes, whether that be like circles and, or triangles. Like the grass is literally just made up of the same copy paste stamp of like a tuft of grass over and over again. Oh. And because of like the frame rate at which the, like the game plays, that sort of almost has this sort of old boiler line cartoon oh, look to it where it okay. just feels like it's moving as it's popping in. Interesting. And as you move, it, it pops in differently because of right. how you're looking at it. Uh, okay. So... That was really interesting. So, like, that was the main thing I th- was, like, drawn into. Like, obviously, this aesthetic. But I was worried that it was just going to be too much of, like, a glorified walking sim, unfortunately. Yeah, gotcha. um, Which, you know, you could probably argue that it is. And, you know, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault you for doing that. But there's just a lot more to it that I thought was really, really good. Like, the whole thing is that the screen for the game is split up into two sections so one side is the game screen that you can see okay and that's the one you're playing in but the other side is always blank and the first thing you see was is the word i'm cursed as you walk through the world as you go through it you find these sort of Beacons of light that I think are supposed to be flowers at the base of them. Okay. Um, I think kind of an uh, allusion to stopping and smelling the roses. Sort oh, of thing. Okay. Um, and as you find each of these things, it adds a different piece of prose to this sort of small poem. Ultimately, it tells you what the game was trying to sort of get you to do and understand. Okay. So the great thing about it is that one, if you start moving too much, and too fast and looking around and not stopping, the game actually starts to disappear. Oh, right. So d- due to the way that it's set up, the fact that these objects are just sort of these oh, shader things yeah, 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 with like popping in uh, shapes and colors that if you keep going and not stop at all, they start to pop in less and less until like you run out of colors and you're walking around in a white void. Wow. So me being the idiot I am, Mm. and i'm not proud to admit this <laughs> go on the whole point of the game is to stop and appreciate the landscape take some time have a look around stop and smell the roses yeah right that's what it's trying to oh. teach you and that was the really good thing about it and how they do that mechanic where you if you just willy-nilly run around and just like get lost then it, it's teaching you to stop mm. because when you stop everything sort of very slowly comes back in mm. and then you can look around a bit and then continue to go on. I exited and closed the game about three times because I'd keep walking off and then it would go white, I'll just break apart. And I'd be walking again and again and because of my monkey brain and how I've been taught to play video games my entire mm. life just barge through things. I'm like, it must be broken. It's <laughs> just probably a bad game. Can't <laughs> even get past the first beacon. <laughs> God, I can't even... And so I, like, I rebooted it, tried mm-hmm. it again, rebooted it, tried it again. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then finally fucking able to realize that I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to stop and look at things. Mm. Even though like the caption is like, this is a game about stopping and looking at things. <laughs> and I'm like, Shh, fuck. God damn it. So I felt really stupid about that. But it was once <laughs> I got my head around the concept, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually really, really peaceful and really nice. Because the 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 sound is just like some real simple sort of ambient sort of you know like like soundscape kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah there's like a little cuckoo in the background it's like ooh, oh, ooh, nice. every now and then it's nothing really that crazy mm. you know you're walking on grass so you get the grass sound effects and everything like that they have like a few different little sort of biomes sort of it's kind of like a few different kinds of trees over here there's a windmill over there there's like a little easter island head with a few carrots on top that i really enjoyed oh, but it's good. like you don't know what that until you come up to look at it and it comes into focus yeah yeah and you get to kind of pay attention to it okay but it's it was nice because it's like there's maybe geez there's maybe like five or six beacons in total it's not a okay. huge yeah world. yeah
1: yeah small game
0: yeah very small game and i'm not going to tell you all the pros as well because that's kind of the part uh, of yeah, the yeah. thing it's like you want to spoil yeah exactly but um is it's just nice because it gets to that point you stop and then you kind of have to stand there and just look around as things come back into view and when you do you've kind of almost accidentally and inadvertently framed up this little nice sort of pointillism painting for yourself Mm. that you sort of get to enjoy and I don't know I just thought it was a very especially for something that's probably made in a very short amount of time figuring out this shader and on these objects figuring out how to make them all disappear if you go too fast. And just like the combo of those two things really sort of like really effectively getting that point across. Even though I didn't get it initially, once I did, I really enjoyed the idea of just exploring the environment. Because like one of the big things I like about in a lot of games is just being able to explore, Mm. you know, whether like or traverse terrain. And... In Walking Sims, obviously they don't give you a huge amount of options to do that, no. and so it gets frustrating. But like inversely, because of the lack of options and the only mechanic is this draw distance thing, basically that makes everything disappear. You kind of like are forced to do this mm. and forced to sit around and forced to appreciate the environment, forced to appreciate the the soundtrack, mm. all of this sort of like, like the colors, all of these things. Just and it's one of those games. That does, funnily enough, even though it's just like a very like a very simple walking simulator, it has really good verticality. Yeah, right. So it's just kind of like almost like this square little box mountain that you walk up, pretty much. Um, but once you get up to like say where the windmill is in the game, you look up at it and like it's really well framed, but also it actually has good scale. Yeah, right. And like your reward for getting all the way up the top and finding the last beacon, getting the last piece of prose, obviously is like it's just like a nice patch of flowers and you get to look down and view everything that you've walked past as oh, well. Oh yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah, nice. I mean a little bit obviously a little bit headier and conceptual than what I thought I would find. Yeah, yeah. But like I just liked how they went about it. It mm-hmm. was uh it was really good. And like at the end of the little poem it has a little kissy right at the end of the oh, little nice. X. It's really great. But yeah, it's just it's it was really good. I just thought it was a really fun, simple idea that was executed really well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, obviously, like, you know, if they wanted to expand upon the idea, obviously there could be some other mechanics I would put in there. Like, possibly ways to interact with, like, stuff a bit more. But, like, it kind of takes away from that kind of core idea, really. Mm. It's just one of those really nice, small experiences that is not quite a game. There's, like, an objective. Mm. And this, this is the cool thing about going onto Itch as well is uh, that not everything has to be a fun game. Mm. there is this all like this subset of culture there that has this interesting these interesting experiences, you know that might not necessarily be super engaging and fun on a mechanical level, but do actually get you to think about shit. as far as like someone who like went through the system of like learning about video game development and stuff like that and then promptly dropping out, <laughs> I kind of I got a little bit of a taste of it. Yeah, yeah. And so seeing these more conceptual games in the same way I saw them at uni, I I kind of have a, a more of appreciation for them as yeah, well. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, um but it was really good. I I honestly recommend anyone just to play it. Even though I've talked like pretty much at length about everything in the game, it's still a really nice just little nice time for yourself just slice yeah, out. Yeah. Cuz it's only probably like a 10 minute game. Yeah. But it's just a nice sort of thing where you sit down, you just look at the view, you enjoy framing up your little things. Like, oh, there's a beautiful windmill with the flowers in the front here. Oh, there's the lake over there. Very nice. And just sort of sit there and sort of appreciate it. And it, it got me. It did. I was, yeah. as someone who <laughs> fucking three, said three times to get it, it took me a while, but I did get it and I appreciated it when I did. The main thing I sort of gained from it as well is that this game forced you to look at everything and appreciate everything. Um. Whereas like in a lot of AAA games, they look beautiful, they look amazing, right? Yeah. You like, you know, you go from like, I don't know, Elden Ring, which is going to come out in a couple of days, dating this podcast right now. Yeah. Um, to things like Breath of the Wild, like these are things that are huge open world. You can look at like huge distances and these beautiful vistas and stuff, but, you're not paying attention to it because you're not stopping yeah. the look. It's like the same thing. One of the big problems I had with Red Dead 2 is that I felt like the entire time, because that's a beautiful game. Mm, mm. Like Rockstar really fucking nailed that on the aesthetic and everything looks good. But I found myself just looking in the corner at a mini-map the entire time to see where I yeah, needed to go. Yeah, yeah. Because it's always like A to B. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. you're you're trying to go through it. And while there's a way more from that game to offer visually and story-wise and stuff like that, literally getting a to b was like my main goal for a lot of it and i felt really stupid after the fact and like and i think you can in fact just turn the map off as well yeah right but it's it's a double edged sword cuz like who has the time to sort of get get lost in this big 80 hour cowboy game world without a map and yeah. never finish it yeah yeah some people for sure but you know like but that's sort of like what i got out of this where it's like one of those things where a lot of games put so much effort into making it look good with no one looking at it Mm. and so I appreciated this game having this aesthetic and making me look around Mm -hmm. now before we talk about it any further I would like to tell you about this one great thing that I looked at there was a comment well there was a few comments because Mm -hmm. it was like somewhat popular but there was a few comments a lot of the original comments were like Wow, I really appreciated this, found this myself, and I had a really great time. Hope you work on it more. Oh, Things nice. like that. Yeah. Really, really positive stuff. The last one I had <laughs> looked up, which was fucking great. It was so good. What? And I'll, I'll tell you it verbatim right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do I hold the speedrun world record? I got every beacon in 10 minutes and 21 seconds.
1: <laughs> oh, <fucks. laughs>
0: I enjoyed the game. But my main gripe is that I can't move as fast as I want after I get the last beacon. I like walking simulators, and the lesson taught is a good one, which I won't say. <laughs> I understand it, but there's no need to go into it. But once the player has proved themselves capable of slowing down, can
1: you? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just something. There's something so like hardline Conan the Barbarian of like I have proven that I can appreciate.
0: Time and slowing down. This is a beautiful vista. Let's go. <laughs> it really it it has this insane sort of Herculean like I did the tasks. Yeah, give me my wife back. Sort I completed of completed patience. Yeah, I I, I fit hundred percent of patience. completed patience. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, please continue. Yeah, just, but once the players prove themselves capable of slowing down, can you give them back the freedom to speed up? That part I don't understand because you're always going at the same pace. They don't slow you down at any point. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's interesting that
1: inadvertently, the game is almost warning you uh, with its title mm. that when things do go weird or, you know, it, it takes it, it can take some time. And um, I can totally understand, like, when things go white, a lot of itch.io games do break or have errors. Yes. So it's actually not that uncommon. Um, but, uh, just even in the title of saying I was cursed, it's already sort of implying like things are askew or your expectations will be different or something will be limited. And so I find it interesting that even in a game titled that and someone willing to complete it is talking about their freedom or being like shackled by the conventions of the game. But it's sort of like, what do you do after...
0: The you've like you could walk around more and do you appreciate it more and uh... well that's it because it's like there really isn't much of much to do beyond go to these beacons and finish the poem pretty much or like the mm. prose mm. and then beyond that you've learnt the lesson and you can just sort of go around and appreciate it you could probably play it again at some point mm. but it's <laughs> anyway the last line he has is you can watch my first impressions with the speed run in the last ten minutes here and there's a hyperlink to his video speed running
1: that this this game game.
0: and it's just that's wild it's so insane that's 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 it's crazy it's the most it's the most insane thing that i've ever read on the internet purely purely based on the fact that he has clearly not gotten the lesson just missed the point, like read so entirely, like read the the, the synopsis wow. of what you were supposed to get out of this yeah, game, yeah, yeah. And said, yeah, 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 I'm smart enough to get that. But also, I think, fig- like, listen, I can appreciate the 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 meme of speed running a game about going slow. Yeah, right. That is, if it was just objectively funny, if it was just that, that would be awesome. But this guy genuinely sounds like in the con, like in in his comment that he is upset that he can't have more freedom of speed or movement yeah, in this I, game it's insane to me because it, again the joke would be funny if he just said my speedrun's 10 minutes it's like yeah cool
1: yeah <sighs> it's it, it's also it's, it's this interesting sort of level of um, gamer in entitlement where you get to this point where you are still, you know, you're a gamer. You play games. You 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 understand and appreciate games, even the more heady ones. But maybe if Dark Souls had more checkpoints, it would be a better game. And it's sort of like you're you're right in terms of comparing it to other games that you could complete easier or or faster. Yeah. But that is like a core part of the game. So it's yeah. sort of like by eliminating that you are robbing yourself of a different experience, but finishing the game faster. Like it's sort of this, yeah.
0: yeah w- what a mentality. Well, it's just, yeah, exactly. The idea of wanting to f- like finish something as quickly as possible, or be 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 rewarded in the game beyond the lesson that it taught you. <laughs> yes, like a like a numerical yeah reward. I mean this this is kind of a problem with people. Of a certain age, you know, who were playing video games when, like, achievements and stuff came out. Mm. You know, you had your virtual trophies and shit like that mm-hmm. coming up for, I don't know. What's the famous one from Half-Life, where you have to take the gnome all the way oh through my God, the game. and put it in a rocket yes. or something like that. Yeah, that's it. And it's, like, th- just the flex of doing that and putting yourself through so much pain just yeah. to go, like, so you guys... Just
1: masochism.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or it's, like, I don't know, it's silly. It's, it, it's, it's interesting because...
1: It's still, like, I understand it, but it still harkens to a different thing. Where in other games like Breath of the Wild or something, if you're going for a completionist thing where you want to do everything that the game set out for you or that kind of thing, a lot of those games, like particularly like Nintendo ones or that kind of thing, yeah, it's it's almost their way of forcing you to explore as well, mm. um, like look around. Whereas it's sort of like. I imagine this person who I can only assume has 69 in their username. I didn't check,
0: but uh, I can look it up uh, <laughs> uh, for you. We'll redact it. But uh, <laughs> is
1: um, is like looking for achievements where there are none and bragging rights in an experience. And it's sort of strange. It's kind of like, imagine if you went to a museum and then someone came over to you and said, I saw it first. <sniffs> and it's sort of like, <laughs> the Mona Lisa though, how was it? What were your thoughts? What did it evoke? And it was like I looked at it the fastest. Sm- Smiling lady was really good. Uh great stuff. I did it in like 5 minutes. It was a smaller painting than the other one, so it was it was easier to do. It felt pretty streamlined. I could fit like three other paintings in. There's other huge one like yeah. where some guys eating his son or some fucked up
0: shit. Like I don't get it. I don't I don't care for it. I, the idea it's almost like the Mona Lisa speed run is like everyone <laughs> fucking <laughs> Do you guys want to see my, my short documentary film called Mona Lisa Sp- Speed Run? Yeah. um, Like the Mona Lisa Speed Run would be like the equivalent of the Mario 64 Any% percent thing where everyone's yeah. done it. And everyone else is like at the Louvre like, no, I don't want to do that one. It's too, you know, it's pretty heady. It's hard to get into. There's this one over here, which is way quicker to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's smiling, she's a woman and standing there. Cool. I literally, as I was making that joke, realized I don't know any other names of any other paintings. And I was like, yeah, like no, this painting over no, here. I was trying to
1: think of it. I only know like oh, I don't know, Salvador Dali or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like the, the Scram. Yeah. Lady in the clam.
0: Uh, yeah, that's it. Birth of Venus. Uh, oh, shit, nice. I actually knew what you're talking you talking about. You beat me. Speedrun. <laughs> so yep. Time. Time. Fuck um all right but you that me. yeah that was that that was um that was i was cursed and i really really enjoyed it as far as like you know i'm not going out of my way to look for fucked shit like as far yeah, as the games yeah, are yeah, concerned yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm happy i found the comment but oh yeah like i was actually legitimately happy that i found something that was actually more of an experience than a game yeah because it's like that's you know like kind still of a game but uh, still a game yeah yeah, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, games don't have to necessarily be fun. It's nice when they are. Mm. But if you come away from them with something like this, I literally walked outside afterwards and like had my coffee and I was like, hmm,
1: hmm. Mm, looking at stuff. Yeah, like life
0: lesson perspective yeah. stuff. Hence why I said that I was standing out in the backyard in the sun because afterwards I was like, nice. Yeah, I'm going to look at some stuff. Look at that spider web. Oh, nice. I'm done. Yeah, and then, and then just walked back inside. Um, So, your prompt, mm. Stuart. Yes. ...that I gave you was balls. It was balls. Yeah. Um, What'd you dig up? So,
1: typed in balls. I played one game and... uh, At first I was sort of... I was curious, interested. It was 3D. It sounded like a sort of... You need to hit balls with other balls... Uh, But you need to conserve your ball ammo. So I I didn't know whether it was going to be like a balloon pop thing or something. But um, it was immediately like a fever dream because you spawn in and then balls started falling from the sky and bouncing at different heights and intervals. And I realized I needed to shoot balls from a standing position and hit them. And it had an arc. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. But then there were five strippers on a pole at one of the other far ends of the... Room and i accidentally hit one and they died and so i stopped the game <laughs> uh! and i was like i don't understand what this is i was promised balls i was delivered i killed a stripper i don't know contextually I, yeah like where if, to go like if you're from in here.
0: if you're in gta 5 and you accidentally kill a stripper that's in context if you're in a yeah. game about shooting balls yeah, you I was kill... not
1: I was not informed no. that there would be collateral. I was only informed that I just needed to hurl balls at balls. So I quit that. And then I started to sort of adapt my search. And I sort of went, oh, okay, well, balls, uh, different sort of like maybe I'll scroll through and try and find like sports is eventually what it came to. Surprisingly, right. not the first things that came up. The very first one was that one. Um and so eventually I settled on a game by a Volcanic Giraffe called Infernoculus. Um, Very great title. Yeah, um, which is part of a different game jam. Uh, it was the 41st Ludnum Oh,
0: Ludum? Ludum Dare game jam. Um, I thought he was going to say Loudnam Dare. Loudnam. Uh, we, so we to drink Loudnam. Get it high on Loudnam and make games. <laughs> that's pretty good. They, that's what they used to do back in the old days. <laughs> of course. That's how they got Hoop and Stick. <laughs> and other classics what was wrong with just hoop?
1: Finish your laudanum
0: <laughs> I like the idea of back in the day that they introduced the idea of stick and some people got fucking so livid with them because like that's not how oh, you yeah. play hoop. That is not how you play hoop
1: uh, because that's
0: the devil's that's the devil's game. I, I really liked hoop and stick but the introduction of
1: the stick caused the hoop to take longer to actually rotate and uh anyway if you want to see my let's play if you want to see my speed run of hoop
0: and stick where i run very quickly with a hoop and stick basically i get it down the hill faster than anyone else but i think i should be rewarded with like a heavier hoop or a quicker stick Uh, it's just a small trophy yeah why not give me a participation medal
1: (laughs) But um yeah, it was part of this game jam by Volcanic Giraffe, and the theme was combine two incompatible uh genres. And so they went with a Hex based fantasy game mm. and soccer.
0: So that sounds so slow. <laughs> it it
1: it was and it wasn't. It it was it was interesting. It actually it actually translated quite well in terms of like um Games like XCOM or something like that. Immediately, you're presented with it's sort of this like smudgy, a bit more of like a messy pixel style mm. um, game, and you're presented with two teams. You go up against AI, or you can also play against another player on the same computer, which always appreciate a little couch co-op. Um, and you have your,
0: I think it's like six, uh, six different players. Um. Quickly name all of the the positions they play in soccer. Oh Go. God!
1: Uh, striker, midfield, goalie.
0: I was just—I uh, didn't know what a striker was. So <laughs> they're the ones at the front that kicked the ball. Oh, and then the ones in the middle kicked the ball. Aren't they called centers? Oh, know, that's like... sen- yeah, yeah. I'm
1: thinking maybe midfield is. I think. What I meant are you by thinking of Mario? Mario
0: oh. strikers? Oh, maybe. Is it? Oh shit! I'm, we're really showing our ass now. Oh no! What are the sports fans going to think of us now? <laughs> All those oh, job no. listeners out there playing each other. All those Sigma males listening to us right now. I was fucking
1: in the middle of this walking sim and then this absolute <laughs> fucking loon
0: said that it was midfield.
1: What a joke.
0: I was playing this hex-based fantasy soccer game and I was listening to a podcast about it and this cunt didn't even know the fucking positions of the soccer team, boys. It's also called football. Well, not here. Yeah. We got our own football. Yeah, yeah. We didn't make football Why? I don't know why we all... Why do we call all of them football? Just fucking...
1: Yeah, there's too many games with, you know, balls that hit feet, so...
0: We should... Yeah, exactly. We should call ours, like, kickball, and the Americans should call theirs handball, and then the... No, that doesn't work. Soccer has is has the only right to it's, be called football because it's literally exclusively played with feet. Mm, mm. Every other one has some form yeah. of hand. The, the rule is that. Yeah.
1: Um, whereas the rules are quite different in inferno Noculus. <laughs> Good
0: segue. Continue. Thanks, thanks. I've segued back. Guys, I'm salvaging. We really um, got stranded there. Please continue.
1: But uh, yeah, so you basically have a selection of different characters. I think there was like almost like nine to ten different ones. And so you still had uh, variations of positions. So two at the front, a couple in the middle, and then you have a goalie. You click on the character
0: portrait. Uh <laughs> Sorry, my oh, sports brain. I'm,
1: I'm reverting. Um, <laughs> His
0: brow is extending. Uh, Crowbag, activate. <laughs> um, sports.
1: But uh, yeah, you click on the character portraits and you can change uh, the characters between like a classic, like a big knight for a goalie or a sort of barbarian with a large staff. And then once you've finished, choose the same for the uh, AI. You click start, and then it takes you to a hex-based grid. And then in a sort of random turn order, um, going like your turn, their turn, um, you basically play and you have uh, each character's different amount of action points to move or kick the ball. So when you're near the ball, click on the ball, and it'll tell you where it can go. And so basically, same rules apply. Soccer, you've got to kick it from your side to the other, get it in the goals. Um, where the variation comes in is that you can actually kill people <laughs> by hitting them with the ball. And it almost works in like a pinball way where it can still come back and hit you. Um, you can also move your characters in the way of the AI's path. So they will probably get hit. Um, but send the ball back Um, and each character has their own unique little ability like some of them are very simple where it's sort of like uh, give up your turn to stay here if ball comes by character will kick it Um, that kind of thing like guarding Uh, and then other ones have a lot more specific ones like there's a slime and it says when you're near the ball you can make it slippery so it will go further Um, and so there's some interesting sort of combos there and it Creates an a, a interesting level of strategy depending on what's happening because you can sort of like focus on killing people or you can try to set up things where you make the ball slippery and then you're actually kicking it to someone that you've already put on guard. So they'll kick the ball near you, that kind of thing. Um, there's a good amount of strategy there. The AI was actually pretty good. Mm. Uh, it was rinsing me for the uh, earliest part. So I was a bit like, oh, God. Um, and they have, uh, you know, pickups that will spawn so you can heal. um And so there is a bit of a, there's an interesting dynamic that you can, it manages to toe the line between being interesting enough on both ends that you're not like, I just wish it was a soccer game. Or like, I, I just wish this was, you know, fantasy people killing one another. Yeah. It, it's enough between that you can kind of have strategy that goes both ways in terms of sport and fight in
0: i I do love that between what we both picked you literally found something that was like a fully fledged strategy based like actually have to think about a game like bona fide game and i found this really pretty Uh, walking simulator this might demark how this series of podcasts goes for the rest of it who knows i mean listen like Get your get your guesses in now, guys. Maybe start really sort of shoehorning Stu into the strategy camp and yeah, into yeah. the art camp, and we'll see how we go from there. Yeah. Or I could be the jock because of all the sports games.
1: Yeah, that I know, Cromag.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, if I'll, I'll start introducing you as Stew Cromag Holmes.
1: Ooh, Cromag Holmes Cro- is the kind of guy I want to buy real
0: estate off. Oh yeah, because he, he's too he...
1: dumb to lie. <laughs>
0: There's no oven here. Buy house, home shit. But landlord
1: no care. So, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, honestly, I'd prefer realist- real estate agents to yeah. be more upfront like that. Fair enough. I mean, listen, you've dealt with enough of them recently to understand yeah, yeah, that yeah. to appreciate the the straightforwardness. Um, my question is because you're saying that you can kill people, mm. like Allah say. Blood Bowl, right? Even though yes, that is yeah, still turn-based but not he- necessarily hex-based. Definitely
1: Blood Bowl vibes. Mm. Um, uh, I haven't played Blood Bowl, but from my understanding of sort of looking uh, at it or hearing about it, yeah. um, it does have a bit more of a sports focus, whereas this really is quite like you need to get the ball from here to here. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it is more just like the clash. Like there's there's really a scrum. It is a lot less about... Long range and mm. more about like just everyone dogpiling on the ball, which I think is where it created the issues for me. Like it, it was really interesting. I was surprised actually how put together it was. Mm. Um, and you know, s- somewhat balanced in terms of everyone having kind of a different ability. Because then when you play again, you're like, oh, maybe I'll try someone else, or like, uh I, I prefer this person. Mm. Um, you know, there's a character with a stick, he can just hit the ball from further away. Yeah which makes you put him somewhere else. The problem with the uh, the problem with part of the hook where you could kill people or damage people was that then it started to get a bit wacky and then you're realizing that the AI is killing you and not trying to get the ball in the goal at some moments and your your focus or, or mine in the initial playing was going, this is a soccer game with a wacky spin on it. I've got to focus on getting the ball passed. But what would happen is people would just like hit the ball into me. Or I think the wizard, whenever they hit the ball, sets it on fire. Yeah. And so I would just keep catching on fire or then the ball's on fire. I can't kick it. So I didn't know what to to really do. This is what I was going to ask
0: before. I was like, how many people did you have to kill to actually ever like score a goal? Yeah. And this was what I was worried about. Like mm -hmm. looking at it at the end of the day, it's like, if it then just becomes about killing the entire field and then shooting the goal, that just seems like a turn-based strategy Yeah, that, that was some of the
1: comments that I saw was people were just saying, strategy, kill everyone, then get goal. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's not necessarily have to, how you have to play the game and that's not necessarily how I did it either. Mm. But um, it's something that does sort of inadvertently happen and through the abilities, you know, they created interesting opportunities to use them, but with how the game went or part of its limitations, which is still like part of a game jam, put yeah. together, really fucking good, great music, good art. It's a legit game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it just had these other elements where it's like the wizard could enchant the ball so that the next person it hit healed them. Now yeah. that's that's interesting. The problem is that with the action point economy, mm. that's difficult for me to set up, and that's me banking on the enemy trying to kill me. And if that's the programming, then it's sort of just a game about the AI trying to kill me.
0: Well, I guess that that's the, like, the end game for all strategy games is figuring out what the AI wants to do. Yeah. like It's like once you have a clear grasp on what things that say like the aliens in XCOM will focus on. Mm -hmm. You have a clearer strategy. It's like, you know, when it gets that heady, then you're looking for like to make it simpler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like things like say Into the Breach where that is a really good strategy game where it's like, it shows you what the other team wants to do and what they can do and what they will do Mm -hmm. and how you're supposed to react to that. And it's very straightforward. Whereas like in XCOM, it's always like, A certain amount of numbers. You're really guessing, like what the aliens are going to do next. Especially like from what I've heard, the second one is a lot of just dice rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people didn't like. Obviously, like in strategy games, you kind of want a, at the very least, a little bit of agency. Yeah, yeah. From what it sounds like, that maybe even in this fantasy version of it, it should be more. Maybe instead of killing people, it should be incapacitating, and then they become like an obstacle on the
1: field. Yeah, I think I think predominantly. The focus should be skewing things so that it's easier for you to score a goal, mm. and not so much kill the enemy. Or like, yeah, don't 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 even have the killing thing. Um, just have abilities that either buff or debuff. Yeah, like you know, setting the ball on fire was a cool concept, um, but it then created problems for both sides. Um, And there wasn't any synergy to follow up with that, where it was like, on the initial kick, cool, and I've set the other person on fire. Now the ball's on fire, and the AI's going to have to kick the ball. Yeah. So it's going to kick the ball. Um, Whereas one of the other characters, the little strikers at the front, they had an ability that was just sprint further and hit the ball immediately. And so you don't get to dictate where the ball goes but you can send those guys from almost one side of the field to the other and they'll just punt it. Okay. Um, which did create an interesting strategy because that was a good balance where it was like, this is an ability that's just movement. Yeah. But it does create, like, I can, I can just interrupt them and, and punt it and we'll move on from there, which, which was cool. Um, and uh, I think one of the other characters could make it sticky so it's slower. Um, Which which was interesting, but yeah, it 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 was that mix where I was going like, oh, some of these characters work, some of them don't. I at the end of the day, I really liked the reskin of soccer, but I think the way that it played, I really wanted it to lean into magic making soccer better. Yeah, Yeah. Whereas it felt more like two things that it could have really been one or the other game. Together, it still worked, and they, you know, and the the jam was about making the incompatible compatible. So they did, they they did it. Um, yeah. but yeah, from coming away from it, um, I was a bit like, oh, you know, uh, I, I it gave me a taste of both sides, and I was like, you've made soccer fun for me, which is something that I don't normally like, but you've also watered down the nerdy fantasy shit that I really wanted to see shine. Mm. Um, and maybe that's just me as the audience, but. Uh, yeah. So it was a really good game. Like I was, I was impressed. Um, and the AI as well wasn't as jank as I thought it was going to be. It was more doing what it could with the mechanics. Yeah, um, I assume that which made sense.
0: Yeah, I assume it's also very hard just to code different like levels of strategy in AI. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh god. So of course, if you're making something in a short amount of time for a game jam, it's like. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just probably going to make it so that it is something that knows how to play the game the best it can, and mm-hmm. then you can figure out how to beat it from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting. It sounds like something. I mean, it seems like it might join the pantheon as far as like crossed, like v- sporting games that cross with other things. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a few like that. Like, obviously, like that the Mario Strikers thing is like a soccer game that's kind yeah, of weirdly yeah. fucked. There's that that really famous one that I can't remember what it's called, but it's it was like on the Nintendo and I think on the Nintendo. Fuck me, it was on the SNES I think. Okay. And it was just a game. I think it's called Wind Jammers, and it's okay. like just a extreme tennis game. But you're both like extreme like frisbee dudes. Oh wow! And it's like basically just ping pong or table tennis. Mm. Uh, Or air hockey, where you're just catching and throwing uh, frisbees at each other, and it's like this like metal aesthetic on the beach, and it was really cool. And it's like it, it, but it's also again, there's not much more to it than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like this, uh, this like sports are already games at their core. (laughs) Yes, and then trying to add more game to Mm, the game, mm. or fantasy, or another element to it, never always seems to live up to what the original sport is, which, you know, soccer, decently fun to play as a human being. Not Mm -hmm. that I would ever play sport because I'm not the Cro-Mag of the group.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me, (laughs) Cro-Mag.
0: You, Cro-Mag. But it sounds like, I mean, conceptually, especially for the amount of time they had, like the powers and how they interact with each other, it sounds like with a bit more polish and a little less focus on the killing thing and more just about the powers of how the ball would interact between the grid and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think that could actually be something that'd be really, really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. They managed to merge um, both worlds really, really well. And so, yeah, I think in the end, uh, if they just focused a bit more on that, like enhancing the soccer elements by using um, fantasy, then then it would have been um, just a bit more uh, solid an experience. But overall good game like definitely check it out um very impressive uh work and just like it felt like it, it after i played it for a little bit it felt exactly like one of those time wasting games you would play at high school yeah that you could just drop in and, and start and didn't really wasn't like oh my god like holy shit I, I i'm gonna come away from this with but you were just like this is just one of those really solid games that i can just like quickly enjoy um and just, like, shut my brain off uh, in a good way, where you're just like, eh, just some, like, nice downtime stuff. Nice. Um, Yeah, yeah,
0: so uh, really, yeah, really good. Yeah. Anyway, well, but but, uh, with that, uh, we've come to the part of the show Uh, where we then have to throw new prompts at each other for the week coming. Mm. Um, I've already got mine in my dome at this point. If you haven't got one, you know, Mm. I'll give you some time, but Mm. if you want to throw one out, I will follow up.
1: Yeah, um mine is glow
0: glow okay yeah yeah yeah. you know a bit of a scrub term but that's fine ah, whatever i think. i guess i'll be able to find something good i guess i don't know geez really really giving me some like trash trash terms man really just me, me only no real estate <laughs> uh good old real estate chrome um my word for you is mm. going to be leather Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm. Mm. I'm continuing on the idea of I want to give you inadvertently (laughs) fucked words to find. I mean, listen. To be fair, I kind of it kind of worked this. Yeah, you killed a stripper.
1: Yeah, so it is coming full circle, and I will be HIO's first gimp.
0: (laughs) The mask, the gimp, leather balls. All right, guys. This is the thing. Uh, we need to rally. We need to get a petition going to get Stew to be the Gimp mascot for itch.io. Not sexual in any way. No, but because they don't really have a mascot, they've got like a a controller for their. Yeah, they have
1: a little like logo. Yeah, but but
0: no mascot. No, not as far as we're aware. If they do, let us know. But I definitely think Gimp Stew is a good contender. Yeah.
1: So what I what that would be would I I would just be clad in absolute leather and I would have a ball joystick in my mouth. Oh. Um, from, like, arcade machines. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and I couldn't talk. And uh, I would just sort of uh,
0: run around. I mean, I'm, you know, doing this podcast has really made me realize how much I don't want you to talk. So yeah. this is definitely something I'm into. Yeah,
1: and I would have a uh, coin slot. Uh, oh, on-
0: okay, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do us for this week. Um, thank you to Faxing uh, for their song Data Entry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And thanks to Amy, Amy Manson for... I said it wrong last episode and I feel so ashamed. It's Sorry, Amy Am. Manson. Sorry, Em. Uh, for the podcast art. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, see you then. Bye, say bye, Cro-Mag. Oh, bye. Uh, please buy my real estate. <laughs>